Hi everyone, welcome or welcome back to the Live In Our Best Lives with Sophia podcast. I'm your host, Sophia, a 15-year-old lifestyle content creator, high school student, photography lover, writer, and podcaster. Despite my age, I like to think that I have a lot of wisdom, perspective, advice, and deep, meaningful thoughts to share. I hope this podcast inspires you and impacts your life so we can experience this journey of living our best lives together. You can find me on Instagram at it is me, Sophia Marie. Thank you for being here. I love you and enjoy. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Um, let me give you a little picture. Let me paint you a little picture. Try to envision this. Okay, I am literally sitting in the pitch black in my room currently it is 8 34 p.m on a wednesday which might not sound late to you like 8 30 is is not late but i go to bed at 9 30 every single night i'm passed out by 9 30 and i wake up at like six for school i don't know i'm so tired by 9 30 literally every night so here i am at 8 34 half asleep um (laughs) No, I promise. My thoughts are together. If I was, like, falling asleep, I would not be recording. Um, But again, hopefully my podcasters can relate to me. I get the most random inspiration to record at the most random times. So we're just going to roll with it. Um, I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed the new intro as well. Um, I made a new intro. I feel like every episode I have a new intro like a different intro and it's probably so annoying for you guys to listen to but I'm just never satisfied with the intro and I've been really wanting an intro to my podcast that kind of like fully ties together what my podcast is about so hopefully the intro gave you that vibe I don't know let me know if you like it maybe I'll get bored of it within the next like four seconds um and maybe my next episode will have a different intro at the beginning um but I always change the music too I I don't know I don't know, but I think I have it figured out now. So let's hope that I do. Um, But yeah, we're going to do a quick little overview for today. Then I'm going to share a new life adaptation that I've adapted, a new habit I've adapted into my life, which is something that I want to start doing at the beginning of every episode. I did it in my last episode. Go listen to my last episode, by the way. I really love it. Um, I talked about toxic competition. If you did not listen, go on and listen after this one. But yeah, today's overview, today was a school day, obviously. Um, My voice just died. Did you hear that? My voice, okay, whatever. Um, Today was pretty good. Um, It was a really great day. Um, Average, but I'm grateful for it. Um, I had a retake of a math test today, which I studied very hard for. My grandfather has been tutoring me in math, which I'm so grateful for. He is very knowledgeable and I have needed it this year my math this year has been all over the place so I actually kind of felt prepared for the retake today um it went pretty good I don't really know but it went better than the original test went so that's good um tomorrow there's like a job fair at my school so maybe I'll find a part-time job you know um I am 15 now so I've been really looking for places that hire 15 year olds um I babysit a little bit but other than that I think getting a job would be fun and the musical at my school is over with now so I have so much free time so I feel like it'd be really cool so hopefully I find a job at the job fair tomorrow something local that hires my age that I can enjoy um and have a little extra cash especially as I'm getting older and 
saving up more, um, getting older. That sounds so weird to say. I'm only 15, but whatever. Um, yeah, that's today's overview. I have such a good memory for some things, and then I literally cannot remember what I had for lunch. Like, is anyone else's memory so scattered? Like, you can ask me stuff, and I will have no clue. I don't know, like, on-the-spot questions I'm so bad at sometimes because my memory just blanks out. Um, I'm pretty sure that's all that exciting happened today. Um, I don't even really know. It was a good day. It's already Wednesday. It's pretty great. Almost Thursday. That's awesome. Um, yeah, we're just gonna hop on into my life adaptation for today. Um, something I've been doing recently is waking up around 6. Um, actually, a couple days ago, I woke up at 5.45 And if you listened to my last episode, I think, I might not have, but I'm pretty sure I mentioned how I, like, had this random thought to start waking up at 5.45 to, like, journal and do yoga in the morning, but I didn't think that it'd be worth it to wake up that early. But no, the next day I I started doing it, and I've been doing it for the last two days, and it has been pretty great, actually. I'm not really that tired. Um, I don't know, like... I normally wake up at 6.40, so 5.45 is like an hour earlier than I normally do on a school morning, but it makes me feel so less rushed because whenever I wake up at like 6.40, we leave my house at 7.15 every morning, so I have just enough time to get fully ready, eat breakfast, make my lunch, just enough time, but if I wake up at like 5.45, I actually have a little room, I can get ready more, I can put more thought into it, and I have some time to breathe in the morning rather than constantly being like, okay, I need to make my lunch now. Like making sure I have everything done. Like when I have an extra hour, basically, I just have time to do habits that I've been wanting to do more of that I now have time for. And I've always had the time, but I wanted to make sure I was getting out of sleep, whatever. But I've always gotten like a good amount of sleep. I've never really struggled with that. Knock on wood. Thank God. Um, that I have never really struggled with my sleep schedule or anything, but yeah, that's my new life adaptation. Hopefully I'll stick with it. I'm definitely not going to wake up at 545 every morning because if I just naturally sleep in sometimes, it's fine. But something that has helped me, I also heard, um, Fernando Ramirez in one of her videos, she mentioned this, one of her YouTube videos, and I do the same thing where like when my alarm goes off, I will count to 10 in my head. And by 10, I make myself get out of bed. Like, I, there's no world outside of 10. Like, once I get to 10, I have to get out of bed or, like, no, like, there's no no other option. No other option. And it's so helpful because I'm like, okay, I have to be out of bed by 10. I have 10 seconds. And once you get out of bed, it's fine. Like, it's, I feel like the, that goes for a lot of things. Like, there's so much worry and, like, uh, feeling beforehand but then once you're actually doing it once you're actually up it's fine it's not that big of a deal like if you feel like you can't wake up early you can do it it's fine it's gonna be okay um you just gotta have 10 seconds of confidence that's something my mom says or maybe it's 20 seconds of confidence it's like a saying that my mom says like 20 seconds of confidence to do something maybe a little out of your comfort zone And you will thank yourself so much for doing it. And it'll feel so good when you have the extra time in the morning or whatever situation you need the 20 seconds of confidence for. You will thank yourself because it'll be amazing. And the only way that you grow is when you're out of your comfort zone. No matter how tough that sounds, it is true. And it's awesome. And it's a beautiful thing. 
So today we're going to be talking about um, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Not just that, but just distance from something or someone in general. Um, I have some notes for this episode. Pretty excited for it. Um, Yeah, now this episode isn't necessarily about distance making the heart grow fonder, but it's really about what distance can do for a person and... Yeah, even though it's not really about distance making the heart grow fonder specifically, I'm just going to share a quick um, quote. And reflecting on the saying, distance makes the heart grow fonder, this saying was actually originally said by multiple people. I looked up on Google who like originally said that because it's a modern saying. Like people say distance makes the heart grow fonder like commonly, but I was wondering like, ooh, who originally said that? Well, let's see, like four different people came up on Google So I don't know who to correctly give credit to. I'll just say all four of them. So there was a poet named Sextus, apparently. Maybe it was him. Um, Eleanor Roosevelt also came up. William Shakespeare also came up. And an author named Thomas Haynes Bailey also came up. So one of them four. Um, And I feel like this saying is said in modern day society without even really thinking about where it came from. And a lot of well-known sayings are like that. I feel like we just throw around sayings like, without even really knowing where they come from. So looking back to see who originally said that was pretty cool. Do a little research for the pod. I do research before my episodes sometimes. I'm educated. Um, I feel like the saying distance makes the heart grow fonder. A lot of the times it's said, you know, when a family member is traveling or when a kid goes to a sleepover or um, I don't know, stuff like that. But We're going to hop into my thoughts and I'm not going to be talking about like distance, like when your family's traveling or anything really like that. This could even be said about old habits or toxic friends or even if they're not toxic, maybe someone or something that we might be extremely used to and we might benefit from some time away from. And I'm not talking about like family, like taking away from family because you're around them too much. No, not super important stuff. I'm talking habits that maybe you're so used to, but maybe aren't truly benefiting you. And it can be so hard to step away. And it's so hard to know when to step away. And this is something I've dealt with. Um, and it's just been really, really eye-opening and really great to reflect on when it's the right time to maybe take some distance or maybe not completely start over, but really see what would help you. And is this habit or this friend or whatever truly helping you and adding to your life? And the benefit of looking at this and taking some distance, I'm going to list some benefits that I thought of. One of them is more appreciation for other things. Um, And a light can really be shown on other aspects of your life that you never even really noticed. And there's so many more possibilities. And I bolded the word possibility because when you take a distance back from something that you're so used to or tied up in or something that you've always known because it's kind of been like thrown onto you like if um your parents always did something and now you're doing it or it doesn't have to be something bad but something that maybe you don't even know why you're doing it anymore and maybe if you take a step back and you're like oh why am I doing this or whatever it might open up new possibilities of adaptations that you can make And it can make you appreciate other aspects that you were blinded to because of how used to this thing you were. And I I don't know if this is making sense, but I'll give an example. I'll give an example later. Um, The next benefit to doing this is a new perspective, truly a new perspective. You know, when we're so caught up in our ways and then we suddenly start taking distance 
from our ways of life or things that we're so used to doing, it can really give us a new perspective that we never thought or imagined that we could see. And it's so beautiful. And you can put this into your own situation. Um, And then the next benefit is time for you or time for other priorities or even new things that you never imagined. If you're taking a step away from something, it can really open your mind to other things that you never recognized. And it doesn't have to be negative unless we make it this way. Taking distance from something doesn't have to be negative and unless we make it that way. You know, the common saying, what we tell our minds is what we begin acting or intending off of. And that's something that I truly believe in. What you tell yourself or how you make a situation seem is what you begin acting off of. And then that changes your intentions. So if you tell you, if you tell yourself, this sucks, this is terrible, you're going to start thinking and feeling that way and acting off of that thought. And then your intentions in life are going to be based off of that. So the first step to kind of taking distance from something that I thought of was you have to recognize an issue. And sometimes this can be the hardest step because when you feel so attached to something, you're blinded by it and it could grow unhealthy. Um, And you have to know when to step back. Sorry, I feel like I'm going to sneeze. Okay, no, I don't have to sneeze. Sorry. (laughs) I, you know, when you feel a sneeze coming and you're like, you pause for a second. Sorry, that was way off topic. Um, distance can really benefit and you have to know when to step back and think about what this time away can possibly do for you. Maybe it can result in self-growth. Maybe again, all the benefits that I just listed and you have to imagine when you're at the beginning of this process, ask yourself and truly ask yourself, write this down, journal about it so that you can look back. You can ask yourself, What's your goal once you reach the other side of the tunnel? When you take distance away from this habit that you're so used to doing that you don't appreciate or that doesn't line up with your values, what's your goal once you reach the end of it? Don't make it totally unrealistic, but what are you wanting to gain from this? Maybe more independence, whatever, whatever your intention is. And I'm going to share an example of something that I can distance myself from in life, which is excuses. Now, I don't really make that many excuses, but I feel like we all naturally do it. And I've never really caught myself doing it, so I don't even know why I'm using this as an example. But I feel like we all make excuses, even if they're little. Like, I don't make huge excuses. Definitely not. I'm not that kind of person. But I really want to start catching myself if I ever make, like, small excuses for things. Like, there's no point. They don't add anything. So maybe if I take a distance or a step back from making excuses in life... I can really, again, all the benefits that I said, I can really appreciate and instead of being blinded or covered with all these excuses, it will open up so much more room for self-growth and self-recognition and I think that that's such a special thing and I found a quote by Megan Dom and it says, distance is not for the fearful, it is for the bold. It's for those who are willing to spend a lot of time alone in exchange for a little time with the one they love. It's for those knowing a good thing when they see it, even if they don't see it nearly enough. And again, it kind of ties together that quote, like, seeing. And when you're so attached to something, you're just naturally, maybe even subconsciously blinded to to it. You know, if you naturally make excuses, or if you naturally gossip and maybe if you're like oh I want to distance myself from gossiping or whatever something that you commonly do imagine how much like imagine how amazing it'll feel to recognize that and 
take a step back and just think of an example that can relate to your life, you know? And maybe after this episode, take a second to journal a little. And that's what I did. It really helped me. And a random example that can relate to your life, even if you think it can't, is a long-distance relationship. Now, again, I told you this is not really what it's about. I was talking more about habits when I'm talking about distance, but I was kind of doing more research, and I was like, wow, even if you're not in a long-distance relationship, which I'm not, I'm very single, but it kind of relates to this. Out From the outside, a long-distance relationship can look threatening for many reasons, but it can be a benefit. And this website called lapthebrand.com says that here are some bonuses to long-distance relationships that can be put into other distances, such as, you know, distancing yourself from excuses or gossiping or something that you want to limit yourself from. The benefits that they say are it forces you to focus on other relationships or in another situation, just other things in general. It forces you to be independent. It blossoms creativity You know, for me, in my example, it can force you to be creative and not use excuses. Um, It also creates patience to learn new ways of life. And lastly, it helps you to find your intentions. And this is so pure and so special. And yeah, that's today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I think it's a really cool concept. Um, If you guys want to find more of my life, I'm super consistent over on Instagram. Go follow me at Marie. And if you stayed until the end of this episode, DM me the envelope with the heart emoji. Like, my favorite emoji is the envelope with the little heart sealed. So definitely DM me that, and I will know that you're a real one. And DM me some podcast requests, too. I want to know what you guys want to hear. Any advice or anything, I'm so open, and I check all of my DMs. So definitely let me know. I hope that you guys enjoyed this. Um, I was gonna say good night because I'm going to bed in like 30 minutes. But if you're listening to this in the morning, good morning. Or if you're in the middle of the day, I hope you have a good day and I'll see you guys in my next episode. Bye.